0: A study revealed that four-year-old children ask 300 questions during an average day, and by the age of five, they'll have asked a staggering 40,000 questions. This is Simple Joe for Tuesday, September 27th, 2022. up so early in the morning to go to work honey why do you have to go to work so i can make money why do you have to make money so we can pay for things we like why do we have to pay for things we like because we like to do them why do we like to do them Ugh! <laughs> why 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 <laughs> I wonder if those 300 questions a day or 40,000 questions start with why, right? I love it though. Man my my I I don't have nearly I didn't have nearly the the patience with the why question with my own kids as I quite honestly do with my grandkids. I'll answer why all day long with my grandkids. It just I don't know why it's different, how it's different, but somehow it's it's different. I'm a lot more patient, a lot uh, more understanding. Yeah. A lot calmer, right? A lot, lot, just a lot more chill. Why? 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 <laughs> Hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we're here together. Today, we're going to hear the weather in Freedom, New Hampshire. We're going to take a look at a new poll that reveals the secret to happiness and the often requested, the very popular, much, much more. So for my friends in or near Freedom, New Hampshire, you're going to see a high today of 67 degrees and a low of 46 with partly sunny skies, 64 and 46 tomorrow with partly sunny skies and a little cooler, 56 and 36 on Thursday, still partly sunny skies. So gorgeous fall weather up there in Freedom, New Hampshire, where is Freedom, New Hampshire as compared to the rest of New Hampshire. I don't do this every show, but I'm going to do it on this one. Let's take a look at Freedom, New Hampshire, see where it it is to the rest of the rest of new hampshire let's see freedom new hampshire is um yeah right there on the eastern kind of mid-eastern part of part of uh new hampshire right there on the border of maine kind of just right in the middle of new hampshire there on the straight line of new hampshire just smack there in the middle on the eastern right on the far eastern middle part you got tamworth there you got uh you got uh, Osage, right? All those, all those areas, right there, and right there near Freedom, New Hampshire. So there you are, Freedom, New Hampshire. Sixty-seven, sixty-four, and fifty-six today, tomorrow, and Thursday, respectively. Beautiful weather. Thank you so much for listening, Freedom, New Hampshire. I really appreciate you, and I am grateful that you are there. Here in Cincinnati, Ohio, we're going to see a high of 65 degrees and a low of 43 with partly sunny skies. Tomorrow, Wednesday, 64 and 42 with partly sunny skies and full on sunshine. 67 and 44 on Thursday. So uh, we're right there with you, Freedom, New Hampshire. Gorgeous weather over the next few days. This this time of year is always is always pretty. End of September, October, early November. Uh, I've got a friend of mine who October is his favorite month, and I can see why. My favorite month is probably spring. But I, I really like October weather, end of September, October weather. It's just beautiful. It's beautiful outside here. Really is gorgeous. Today in 1722, Samuel Adams was born. American revolutionary Samuel Adams, who was born today in 1722. We lost him in 1803. Cousin to John Adams. I just watched the whole miniseries in probably three or four days. The John Adams miniseries on HBO Max. And it is good. Paul Giamatti is amazing actor. It takes you kind of through the whole adult life of Paul Giamatti from the time he defended the, uh, the Tories, not the Tories, but, uh, the colonial sort, not the colonial soldiers, but the British soldiers. And that, uh, when all those people were killed, five or six people were killed, uh, supposedly accidentally by the, uh, by the British soldiers and John Adams successfully defended those soldiers. And made a name for himself as a fair fair-minded, level-headed man and uh he was the i would say one of two of two of three driving forces behind the revolution i mean it really was john adams and thomas jefferson uh his his cousin sam adams uh he played such a huge role in the revolution and I don't think he gets nearly the credit that he deserves. Everybody talks about George Washington and Thomas Edison, uh, but boy, John Adams was right there as was Samuel Adams. In 1934, Wilford Brimley was born, actor Wilford Brimley, remember him from Cocoon? Uh, he was a lot younger in Cocoon than you think he was. It's funny to look back at some of these actors when in, at the time that they did those roles, they're younger than you are now. And when you realize that, you're like, oh boy, they look so old back then. And I don't look nearly that old, do I? (laughs) We lost Wilford Brimley in 2020, born today in 1934. Meatloaf was born today in 1947. His real name was Marvin Lee Aday, but we know him as Meatloaf. I think that Meatloaf at one time was, was voted on or was declared the world's rock and roll sexiest man back in the eighties or nineties or something like that. (laughs) Two out of three ain't bad, right? Meatloaf. Uh, We lost meatloaf last year. Yeah. That what a, what a loss that was for the, for the entertainment world, losing meatloaf. He was a great singer, great entertainer, a real, a real presence. Uh, He was in the movie fight club, believe it or not. Yeah. Fight club born today in 1947. We lost meatloaf this year, 2022, Baseball great Mike Schmidt was born today in 1949. Hall of Famer, third, Hall of Fame first baseman. Excuse me. Yeah, third baseman. Excuse me. Hall of Fame third baseman. Uh born right up north here from in Dayton, Ohio. And uh for the Philadelphia Phillies. Great baseball player. Sean Cassidy was born today in nineteen fifty eight. Uh he was in the Hardy Boys and was a singer, songwriter. Uh did some good stuff. Did some good stuff. He was uh yeah, he was kind of a staple in the seventies and eighties, kinda the swooning girl sex symbol back there—I think it was the '70s or early '80s. Gwyneth Paltrow was born today in 1972, and Avril Levine was born today in 1984. Happy birthday, Gwyneth and Avril! Uh, today, celebrate in any way that makes you feel good. I guess today is World Tourism Day, uh, so if you're going somewhere, if you're a tourist, or you plan on being a tourist, celebrate today. If you're going on the in on a world tour today's world tourism day, national scarf day. It's kind of, it's fall, right? First couple days of fall time to put the sweater and the scarf on. So let's celebrate national scarf day, national corned beef hash day. Oh boy. I love corned beef hash breakfast food. Terrible for you, but it's got those, what does it say? Those little potatoes in it. I don't know what it has in it, but it tastes good. I could eat it by the spoonfuls, just spoon after spoon after spoon. It's one of those foods that you can never get. I can never get enough of, no matter, no matter how much I eat. I love corned beef hash. I probably have it once a year, tops, once a year, if I'm at some kind of breakfast bars where they usually have it. But I do like corned beef hash. It's also National Chocolate Milk Day. Yes. Do you remember making chocolate milk as a kid? We had a chocolate milk powder. I haven't seen it in the store. Um, I'm sure they still have it, but it was called Nestle Quick. And it had a, it came in a metal can and you popped the the metal top off with a spoon and had this chocolate powder and you mix the chocolate powder. And I would always mix four times as much Nestle quick as I really is, is the serving size, quote unquote, serving size called for Uh, loved Nestle, Nestle quick. Now, when I make chocolate milk, if I make chocolate milk, I just use the Nestle syrup and still use four times as much. I like, I like good, thick, hearty The kind of chocolate milk that's so thick you can chew on it, right? (laughs) So it's National Chocolate Milk Day. Again, World Tourism Day, National Scarf Day, National Corned Beef Hash Day, mm -mm, and National Chocolate Milk Day. If any of these days mean, mean something to you, like I have an affection for chocolate milk and corned beef hash, I hope you find a way to celebrate in a way that brings you joy and happiness and fulfillment for national scarf day. Well, I ran across this article Monday, uh, a new poll reveals the secret to happiness is practicing gratitude. And this is by the good news network on September 17th, 2022. It doesn't give credit to the person who wrote the article. So I'll just name the website good, good news network. And this really caught my eye because anything that can, that can bring more happiness to my life or to your life or to the world in general, I want to find out more about it. And I'm not too surprised just by the headline, but I thought we'd dig a little deeper into it. So here we go. The secret to maximum happiness may be expre- may be expressing gratitude, a new poll suggests. The random double opt-in survey of 2000, I don't know what that's some I'm sure that's some kind of survey term that makes it that makes it more accurate or more trustworthy, the random double opt-in survey of 2000 Americans looked at the potential connection between gratitude and happiness, revealing that 65% of respondents who report that they're very happy on a daily basis were more likely to always give thanks. So, yeah, 65% reported that they were very happy on a daily basis were more likely to always give thanks. While looking at the correlation between life satisfaction and gratitude, one-third of the respondents said they always express gratitude in their everyday lives. Of those, 62% noted that they were very satisfied with their lives. I wonder how they, I. I it may be down here in the in the article a little bit, but my question is, is in what way do they express gratitude? Uh, do they write it down in a journal? You know, you've heard of gratitude journals? Do they say it out loud? Do they go to the people or to the event and say, thank you? Or what are the, what are the ways that these people express gratitude? Because I believe this, I believe that the more you express gratitude and the more you're thankful, uh, the happier you'll be. And I don't know what the mind connection is. Maybe there's some kind of chemical connection. Maybe there's a spiritual connection to expressing gratitude and giving thanks. I mean, that's what the whole, uh, idea in, in the Christian faith is in many faiths is to take time uh to give thanks to God for what you have, as much as it is or as little as you as it is. He has promised you this day and to see you through this day and to be grateful and uh express gratitude towards that. So that's what thanking God is all about. Uh so yeah I can I can certainly see where it's a spiritual connection as well. Conducted by one pull one poll on behalf of Motivosity, Motivosity, the survey also found that on average, respondents believe they express gratitude to others about six times a month, more than once a week, and they receive the, amount, the same amount of appreciation back. Well, that's good. That means we, we are a reciprocal culture, right? Uh, we express gratitude to others and others express about the same amount of gratitude back to us. Regionally, residents in the southwest, 75%, northeast, 74%, and midwest, 73%, were more likely to express gratitude than others surveyed in the county. So what does that leave? Southwest, northeast, northeast is kind of that. Yeah, the northeast area. And midwest 73%. What does that leave out? I guess the north, northwest, northwest and southeast. Does that leave out the Southeast? We're more likely. Uh, so n- Southwest, Northeast, and Midwest. So that leaves out the Northeast. And yeah, that lives, excuse me, lives, it leaves out the Southeast and the Northwest. Right. Yeah. Cause the Midwest is kind of covered by that whole swath, right? The Midwest always thought that the the term Midwest was odd and how much, you know, Midwest is really East and anyway. All those that northeast the Southwest, Northeast, Midwest were all more likely to express gratitude than others surveyed in the country, followed by Southeast 68%, and West Coast residents 63%. Still, so still a majority of people commonly express gratitude. So that's good to hear. There's a dramatic correlation between gratitude and happiness, said Logan Mallory Mallory, uh, vice president of Marking for Motivosity. When people are proactive about being grateful, it rewires their brain. Yeah, there's a connection here. It rewires their brain to look for positives instead of the negatives around them. That's a great, that's, that's great to hear. When people are proactive about being grateful, it rewires their brain to look for positives instead of negatives around them. Uh, so there's a, you know, there's a, there's a physiological result of being positive of, of being grateful. And it helps us to look for the positives around us. Previous studies and those in previous studies and these survey results tell us that if you want to experience an increase in life satisfaction, just express gratitude more often. A UC Berkeley study showed that people who practice gratitude consistently report a host of benefits, including higher levels of positive emotions, more joy and pleasure more optimism and happiness being more helpful generous compassionate and forgiving and feeling less lonely and isolated who doesn't want all of that in their life and there's one key there's one key gratitude expressing gratitude that's the secret that's the key that's the combination that unlocks the lock unlocks this the lock to higher levels of positive emotions more joy and pleasure more optimism and happiness, being more helpful, generous, compassionate, and forgiving, and feeling less lonely and isolated. What is it? What happens when we show gratitude? Uh, Again, most books of wisdom, the Bible and uh, ancient books of wisdom, all talk about expressing gratitude and being grateful for what we have and those around us. Uh, So there's something here, right? And it's as simple as expressing gratitude. So my question when it comes to expressing gratitude is in what way is the best way to express gratitude? I think the best way to express gratitude, uh, if there are people involved, uh, I think the best way is to go to those people and let them know that you appreciate them genuinely heartfelt. You appreciate them and you love them. You know, when I end this show, uh, I, I can't see you, right? Cause we're just here talking through this podcast, communicating through this podcast. Uh, but I do, I do appreciate you. And I say that at the end of the, at the end of every show, uh, because I mean it, I mean it, I appreciate you. You're, you mean a lot to me and you are important, uh, to me. We may have never, never physically met, but I'm telling you right now you're important to me and I appreciate you. I'm grateful that you are there genuinely. And so if there are people involved, the best way to do that is to the person express gratitude directly. I believe that whatever events or stuff or things or environments, uh, what's the best way to express gratitude. Sometimes you just, maybe you just want to shout it, right? You just want to stand up and shout. I love this. I am so grateful for that. Sometimes you may need to write it down. I've always struggled with like, uh, uh, a gratitude journal. I'm just going to be transparent with you here. I've tried the gratitude journal and writing things down and uh, I get stuck. Sometimes I get stuck and I feel bad because I feel like I'm not being grateful enough because I can't think of things to write down in that particular moment. So I think me personally, I'm better off uh, recognizing it in the moment and expressing the gratitude right then. That's what I need to do better is recognizing good things in life In the moment and expressing gratitude right then, not waiting until I write in a journal that night or the next morning, but expressing it right then. Now, would it hurt to write it in a journal? Absolutely not. It would help it. It would help to write it in a journal. But if you're not going to write it in the journal, get into the practice. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get into the practice of expressing gratitude right then in the moment, no matter how embarrassing it might be or how awkward it might feel, even if I just whisper to myself, I'm grateful for that. Thank you for letting me into that lane. I'm grateful that you did that for me. They can't hear me, right? But boy, what a change that could make in my life. What a a change it could make in your life. Just day-to-day, moment-to-moment, express gratitude and be grateful. Recognize the good things in life. And it can build on itself, right? Incrementally. That's what we talk about a lot, incremental change, just small little habits, small little changes at a time. This small little habit of gratitude can bring us higher levels of positive emotions, according to UC Berkeley, more joy and pleasure. Again, this is the study from UC Berkeley, Uh, more optimism and happiness, helpful, generous, compassionate, and forgiving feelings, less lonely and isolated. I like this. I like this. This is This could be a game changer for all of us to express gratitude more often in the moment right then as it happens. But if you need to shout it out, if you need to write it down, if you need to journal it and that helps you just figure out a way to get into the habit, the routine of expressing gratitude. Let's wrap it up right there. Tomorrow we'll dig into another one of last week's headlines and we'll check out the weather in Muskogee, Oklahoma. Yes. How about Muskogee, Oklahoma? Look forward to that. If you want to give me your thoughts on the show, I would really appreciate hearing from you. Email me joe at thesimplejoe.com or send me a text at 513 399 6468. Again, 513 399 6468 or joe at thesimplejoe.com. If you just want to say hi, that would be very cool. And if you like listening to the show, I would be eternally grateful if you would share it with your friends on social media. Just use the hashtag simple Joe is my friend. Hashtag Joe is my friend because we are, we're pals, we're buddies, and I am grateful for you. I really am. Uh, if you do that, to show, my gratitude, I'll pop in there every once in a while and look and see who shared the show and uh, probably give away a free t-shirt or two. I hope you're making great memories this week, and I'm grateful for the memories that I make every day. Uh, I'm grateful for the stuff that I have. Let's not, let's not discount that. I'm grateful for the stuff and things that I have that make my life more comfortable. But one thing that I do recognize is they're not equal. Stuff is not equal to memories. Memories are much better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you later. Take care.